Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of the day you're watching this broadcast. This is Dr. Eric Tangumonken with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential. And I'm a strong believer that each and every one of us has been created in the image and likeness of God, and that God has endowed us, not just with right, but with gifts and potential and an assignment that we need to carry out to make life better for others. I want to welcome you for joining us today if you are listening through the IEM Approach broadcast, I want to encourage you to share and invite other people to join us. If you have any questions, the number to call is 214-908-3963. If you rather email us, the email is eternalkingdom101 at gmail.com. Eternal Kingdom 101 at gmail.com. I like to begin always with this disclaimer. I am an immigrant, and I understand that immigration is part and parcel of the human experience. People have migrated before, people are migrating right now, and people will always migrate. We are going to look at the 14th strategy that you need in your toolkit for you to excel as an immigrant. No matter where you find yourself, we have been focusing on the United States of America because that is where I migrated to and that is where I'm living right now. However, these principles that we're talking about that I want you to have in your toolkit, they apply everywhere. It's very important for you to learn and grow in all these different areas that we've been touching if you want to succeed as an immigrant. Today, I'm going to be talking about something that is very dear in my heart, and that is the core for you to share the greatest news ever, the call for you as an immigrant to share the greatest news ever. You may be thinking that the purpose and the reason why you migrated, which I had already touched on, you may be running away from religious persecution, you may be running away from political persecution, you may be running away from economic deprivation, from poverty, from a lack of education, uh, you name it. There is nothing wrong whatsoever. Don't feel guilty for looking for greener pastures, for running away from persecution. However, there is a bigger mission, a bigger calling 
upon your life. If you've not thought about it, I want you to think about it. That God has a special calling on your life. And that is why he has sent you out here, wherever you may be. I want you to align yourself with the eternal purposes of God. You're going to be amazed how far you're going to go. You're going to be amazed how much God is going to use you. Let's touch on the life of Joseph again for a minute. Joseph had big dreams when he was a child, when he was, a, when he was growing up. He shared his dreams with his brothers. Joseph's dream had to do with becoming a leader, a leader that was going to be placed above his brothers and even his parents. When his brothers heard his dream, they did not like it. And this forced them to sell him as a slave to Egypt. Joseph did not migrate willfully. His brothers forced him into exile. They forced him to migrate to Egypt. And in Egypt, Joseph was sold again to a new master. And under that master, he did well. The master prospered. And Joseph was accused wrongly. He had his own Me Too moment where the wife of, of his master accused him of sexual assault, which did not happen. Joseph was wrongfully convicted and thrown into jail. In jail, he still tried. He did well because he had discovered his gift. His gift had to do with interpreting dreams. And out of that prison, he was called upon to solve a problem for the country. And Joseph did. However, what is really unique about his life is the fact that Joseph understood that he had a bigger mission that was bigger than him just being a leader, that was bigger than all the dreams that he had. Because when his brothers showed up in the scene, there was famine in the land, his brothers went down to Egypt to buy food, and when they met Joseph, he was not the second in command in Egypt. They couldn't recognize their brother. Joseph was in power. He had power. He had the ability to order his brothers to be killed, to be eliminated. But Joseph chose not to go down that road. And what he said to his brothers was, you guys sold me. Yeah, it was painful, but it was God who sent me ahead of you to prepare a place for you because the famine that you are having right now, we're just two years into it. We have three more years to go and it's not going to be funny. That is why I want to call up on you to rise up above the American dream, to rise up above the pursuit of material things, to rise up above the mundane and seek the eternal. We are going to get into the details. By now, you must have realized that America is not heaven. 
you must have realized that you need to work hard here. You must have realized that people still die. You must have realized that people still make mistakes. You must have realized that there is still pain, there's still misery, there's still poverty. You must have realized that there is still depression, there's still anxiety, there's still worry. You must have realized that America is not heaven. I want you to know, for those of you who have been reconciled to your Heavenly Father, I had an episode on that. I want you to understand something, that you are an ambassador of the eternal King of, kingdom of heaven. You are an ambassador. You've migrated from one country to another. The natural fact, you are always an immigrant because you belong to the kingdom of heaven. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you shouldn't participate in building this country. But I want you to know that you have a higher calling, a higher country that you belong to. And that is why Paul said, I uh, know Peter said in 1 Peter 2, uh, 11, that dear friends, I urge you as foreigners and exiles to abstain from sinful desires, which, watch, which wage war against your soul. You are a foreigner. You are an exile. You are a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. And what did Paul say? Paul says in 2 Corinthians uh, 5.20 that word, we are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. You are an ambassador. Ambassador of the Most High God. That should make you excited. That should make you uh, look upwards. That should make you uh, walk with your shoulders high because you are an ambassador of the kingdom of heaven here in the United States. And in, in addition to being a foreigner and an ambassador, you are not your own. Therefore, you cannot live any way you want and just pursue your own agenda. You've been bought at the price. And that is something that I want you to understand and factor that in. If you want to do well as an immigrant who is an ambassador of the kingdom of heaven. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 2, 19 to 20, that what? Do you not know that your bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. You are not your own. You've been bought at a price. We're talking about you sharing the greatest news. I'm going to touch on what the greatest news is. But right now, I'm laying down the groundwork for you to understand what your role is and why to do well as an immigrant who is from the kingdom of heaven, you should be involved in spreading the greatest news ever. You know, it is tempting to think that now that you are in the United States of America, 
Your number one goal is to pursue the American dream. That is, get better education, buy a bigger house, and all the material things that money can buy. Please don't get me wrong. There isn't anything wrong in getting advanced degrees. I have one. There is nothing wrong in having a big house. I have one. There is nothing wrong in making a lot of money. There is nothing wrong in pursuing material things. But I want you to understand that the, 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 the ammunition that has been given to us who have been reconciled to the King of Kings, to the Lord of Lords, is to what? Seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things will be added. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things will be added. In other words, the big house, the money, the American dream, whatever it is, is an addition. It's something that is added. When you seek first the kingdom of God, these things are going to pursue you. They're going to come to you. I don't have enough time right now to completely analyze how this happened. But what I want you to know is that you must remember that your goal is not pursuing the American dream. It's to pursue the kingdom of God and the American dream is going to fall into place. Now, what is the kingdom of God? The kingdom of God has to do with the greatest news ever. One of the Pharisees and teachers of the law came to Jesus and asked him, um, Master, what is the greatest commandment? Which of the one commandments can I keep? And that is going to validate me. That is going to show that I'm actually living for God. Jesus replied to him and said, uh, this is recorded in Matthew chapter 22, verse 36 to 34. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the, great, the first and the greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Love God. Love your neighbor. Love God. Love your neighbor. The kingdom of God is about God, his word, and people. God is going to live forever. His word will never fail. People have a soul. And they're going to live forever as well. So if you are interested in the kingdom of God, you need to be interested in God. You need to be invested in God, invested in people, invested in the word of God. How does this connect to you? Now remember, John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. That is the greatest news ever, that God loves us. God has given us eternal life. And this life is in his son. And those who receive the son of God automatically are reconciled to God. Their sins are forgiven. They are made whole. 
and they, they are given eternal life. Eternal life is a free gift of God. It's a gift. It's not by our works. Let no man boast. It's something that God gives to us. And that is why you who has been reconciled to God, you who is now a beneficiary of eternal life that has been reconnected, reconciled to God, is crucial for you to share this good news with other people. It's part of your mandate. It's part of the call on you. Remember before Jesus left, he gave this command that go ye into the world and make disciples of all the nations and teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always even to the end of the age. And when he told the early apostles, he told them to start in Jerusalem, go to Samaria and to the ends of the earth. You've moved really far from your country of birth and now you're in a foreign country. The mandate to spread the good news is part of your mission. In fact, is the main thing you've come here to do. And I want you to rise up to the occasion and share the good news with other people. You may be wondering, I don't know how to do it. I don't know where to start. Help is available. Let's have a conversation. There are lots of resources that are going to help you do that. Remember, it's one of the most, if not the most important thing you ever do, and that is sharing the good news with other people. When you eat at a very good restaurant, you tell your friends about it because you love them and you want the best for them. When you see a deal, maybe something is on sale or business, yeah, something is on sale and you buy it, you like the deal, you tell other people about it. It's just that simple. You don't need to be a salesman to tell your friends about a good restaurant or about a good deal that you've come across. You know what I'm talking about. God has been good to you. If you love people, if you love people, you're going to take care of them. Some of us are nurses, some are medical doctors, some are lawyers, some are teachers. We are already taking care of the needs of people. I want you to take care of the spiritual because the spiritual has eternal value. In addition to being the lawyer, in addition to being the accountant, in addition to being the professor, I want you to think about the eternal destiny of those that you already love and you are catering for their material and physical needs. You should live a life in such a way that it will reflect the transformation that has taken place in your life. And these people are going to ask you why you are different. When everybody is falling apart, when everybody is becoming depressed and worried, and they look at you and you have confidence, you have peace, you have joy, you have hope, they want to know what is it about you that is different. And that's going to be an opportunity for you to let them know, I am an ambassador of the kingdom of heaven. I've been placed here to be light and salt. I've been placed here to bring hope, to bring a word of encouragement. I've been placed here to help you answer the tough questions 
when you do that, you are seeking the kingdom of God first and his righteousness and every other thing is going to follow you as you walk in righteousness, as you walk in obedience. Remember, loving God and loving your neighbor as yourself involves you learning how to walk with God. Spend time in prayer, spend time in the word of God, get to know who he is. Cultivate that relationship. The more you get close to God, the more you're going to realize that God truly loves people. People are so precious to God that he sent his only begotten son to die for them. That is very serious. If God could go that extra mile, make that sacrifice, it just tells you how much he cherishes and loves people. And when we say we love people, we don't only take care of their physical needs. We cannot shy from telling them about the greatest news ever, that God loves them. He has made provision for their salvation. God loves them. He sent his son to die for them. God wants to, them to come home. God wants to reconcile with them. They don't have to do nothing. It's a free gift of God. All what they need to do is to receive it. I want to thank you so much for watching today. And I pray that what you've heard is going to set you on the quest to learn how to be a true ambassador of the King of Kings. You've been listening to Dr. Eric Tangumonkem with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy it. Until next time, stay tuned, and God bless you.